0: So I was thinking yesterday about how I would really like to see so much more thought uh, about and content about leadership from women and just gender diverse and LGBT communities in general. Because so much of what we consider leadership, so much of the content that's consumed and the thought that's created is very male dominant. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, people, to another edition of the Exit Interview Podcast with me, Andre C. Griffiths, a.k.a. The Minded Dre. Shout out to everybody out there who supported Soul Glow. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to keep on pushing with this, but more on that later. Uh, We're going to get right into this. We're going to get right into this. Um, I was doing a little bit of just going back, looking at a bunch of stuff. And um, I was looking at one of my old retweets. uh, And one of my old retweets was of AOC back on December 16th, where she said, and I quote, journalism is supposed to speak truth to power not bow to it and i found that really interesting she actually retweeted that after i had done a whole lot of criticizing about progressive media and also media outlets major media outlets that aoc has connections to about not talking about aoc's ethics investigation or any of the things that i was putting out there About her, the New York Department of Consumer and Worker Protection, the New York Department of Investigation, (laughs) New York Department of Labor, Latch and RGA and how everybody is all intertwined. Everybody's everybody's chilling together, you know. And so it made me think, hey, at first I was actually going to like start putting on blast. I was, yo, my first idea which I don't know, maybe I'll still do it was I was going to put together like this whole diagram of like every entity, (laughs) every entity, corp, uh, company, uh, uh, whether it's public or private, uh, organizations, everybody who I contacted in media, so on and so forth. And I was just going to show like, yo, how all these people are connected, you know, whether it, Latch, RGA, their partners and investors like it it was about to be this crazy shit. And I was like, Dre, one, that's uh, that's too much work. I don't feel like doing that right now. If I have to do it, I'll save that for a later day. And also, I would like to accumulate a few more people on that list because I'm looking at some people and they're still not saying anything or doing anything. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit on that. It started me making. It started making me think. Like, what what direction am I gonna go in? You know, um, because uh, you know, I let a whole lot of people know. And AOC has been I've really just been I've I've been hammering at that and I'm not going to stop hammering at it because uh, she has severely disappointed me as a leader, as someone who takes leadership extremely seriously and as someone who has been in leader leadership positions. And I, um, you know, I, I would like to think not that I would like to think I know for a fact I took that shit very seriously. You know, and I know that when I was in any of those leadership positions, if somebody brought anything to my attention, I would take care of that right away. I've had I remember having people who have talked shit about people on my team, things that weren't right. I made sure I knocked that shit out right away. It wasn't just all about the image. Right. But if I wasn't a good leader. What would happen to me in those in those scenarios? I would get fired or someone would write me up or I'd be held to task if I didn't have just bullshit connections on my side, which, you know, (laughs) perception leaders, tech, you know, they tend to do that. They just deal with their connections and hope that people don't look at what's actually going on or, you know, that whole that whole thing about like people not wanting to see how the sausage is made in the sausage factory, (laughs) you know? But who holds AOC to task? I, I, You know, I'm not going to ever assume that it's anybody who's actually really, really close to her, like not her peers like that in similar positions. I know that's not going to happen, you know, for a variety of reasons. I mean, it's politics, (laughs) you know, but just by the nature of that, you kind of have to play the game. And some of these people, uh, I don't blame them. You know, I don't blame them. My blame is on AOC, but then if she's not whole, if she, if, if if they're having a problem with that, who should, in my opinion, it should be media, right? And there's a lot of people in media who I have, uh, I've retweeted the hell out of them, you know? And or not retweeted by tweeted at them. I've d- directly tried to contact them, so on and so forth. And some of them I have major beefs with because as time rolls on, as as I'm watching and seeing how they move, especially after uh, I put a whole bunch of stuff out there, I'm like, yo, these are fucking perception leaders too, and I'm fucking sick of this shit. These people. In progressive media, especially, or people who hop on a bunch of different interviews, love to talk, 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 talk. They don't give a fuck. They just care that they are the person. They're the person in the seat or they've got the spotlight. It's all about them. You know, so I want to highlight a few of these people, you know, and after I'm done highlighting them, I want to show all the things that they have ignored up to this point and show why you Are all perception leaders also. And I'm guessing when you heard my podcast about perception leaders, you got a little touched. You got a little touched. Some more than others. And hey, I can understand it if there are people who get touched by it because, yo, man, there's a lot of perception people out there. A lot of of it is no fault of their own, you know? I am lucky in that I was able to walk a certain path in my life where I learned about letting the ego die, (laughs) letting that shit go, truly living in the present, not in any of my thoughts, you know, and uh and just not being a bullshit person or not holding on to the bullshit image that I'm putting out there. Like what you see is what you get with me. There is no image here. There's nothing. And so there are some people where I'm like, oh, OK, I see that there's still, you know. You know, uh, do you know what it's like? I'll put it like this and then I'm going to get into this. I'll put it like this. Right. I have stolen before in my life. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Whether it's uh, when I was younger I stole, uh, I I remember, oh, I remember I actually got caught uh, by security. I was, st- it was such the nerdiest thing in the world. I stole pencils from a store as a kid because, uh, be- <laughs> because I wanted to draw. Like, I just wanted, like, there were these pencils that I stole in the store that were really, I think they might have been colored pencils. And I stole them and I got caught by security and whatnot. Now, just because I've stolen before doesn't make me a thief. Right. And just by just like in the same way, there's some people out there or there are a lot of people out there where, you know, ego is still a part of many people's lives. But just because it is doesn't make that person a straight up perspective, uh perception leader. Right. Or a perception person like you don't have to be defined by it. Like there are some people where I think they might have gotten a little bit touched by that perception Leader uh, episode, by the way, it, w- it was titled uh, do not partner with this type of company. Um, but even some of those people, I would say don't get too touched by it because it doesn't mean you're a perception person or a perception leader. It just means, you know, every once in a while you might fall into the trappings. The people who are true perception leaders out here. Oh, you see me. I'm on their asses. I'm on their asses and I'm about to be on them even more because my first shout out it's actually not the person you might think it is. He's going to go second, Mr. Cedar. <laughs> but my first one is to someone who I was just waiting and watching. Uh, Mr. Jenk Uger. <laughs> Hopefully I pronounced your last name correctly. But like after I saw him today, tweeting about M&Ms and like shitting on Tucker Carl- Carlson, who I have no love for him either. You know, but shitting on this dude for being up in his up, up, you know, having his panties in a bunch about like M&Ms and woke culture and this, that and the other. I was like, look at Jenk over here tweeting about it, too, trying to get some easy dunks on someone. As always, Jenk. I got to ask this dude what he really stands for, you know, because as a leader, right, if I had someone on my team. Let's say you and I switch roles for a second, even though I know you would never switch roles with me because your bank account would be too affected. (laughs) You know, Um, but let's say we did switch roles for a second. You could even keep the money. Let's let's switch roles for a second, though. If I was the leader over there and there was someone on my team, a very prominent person on my team who got called out. And said, "Hey, what are your thoughts on equality? Why are you why are you supporting this woman over here so heavily? Please let me know about your thoughts on equality, and if you feel like you and I are the same." And she blocks me. That's a terrible look, by the way, for someone who's in your position and what you people do every single day, every day, talking to your audience, spreading. The things that you choose to spread, not the truth, but a filtered version of it that that like benefits you, <laughs> you know, you'll take on some fights. Sure. But like at the end of the day, are you really, really, really practicing ethical journalism like that? You know, big progressive left is best. Like, come on. If you're the leader of that and you represent this 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 messaging and it's not just an image it's not just something out there to 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 be a millionaire <laughs> essentially you know wouldn't you advise or make sure that person actually answers this very simple question on equality and what they think of it instead of making it such a bad look isn't everything about the image for a per- perception leader right wouldn't it be better to make sure that image looks good but oh yeah then there might be a shred of accountability there or oh that you're you're questioning too much see that's the thing with these perception leaders also right they they don't like when things are being questioned it's better to ignore it hey let's talk about m&ms (laughs) y'all isn't it crazy that tucker carlson has this problem with m&ms i don't know jank what are you doing What are you doing? I remember back in the day when I first started getting into uh, progressive media, the Young Turks were actually the ones that I started off with. And if I'm being actually honest, I stopped following the Young Turks like five years ago because I was like, oh, these people, (laughs) they really, really, really play that left versus right game super hard. And they're looking for easy dunks all day. I took it easy on them still. You know, I was still just like, ah, you know, but but they're still trying. But now that I see, I'm just like Jenk, what's up with you? And that segues me to people that you're cool with, like a Sam Cedar, who's another one, right? I go on your website and it talks about T Y T Partners, and right there I see the Majority Report. Oh, another perception leader, Sam Cedar. Sam Cedar, who can't answer a single tough question, however, he has all the time in the world for easy dunks. Easy dunks all day. <laughs> you guys need to stop calling yourself like Justice Democrats or whatever and start calling yourselves like the... <laughs> The leftist Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> all you want is like to school on the the Washington generals all day. <laughs> you know, that's all you want. You want style on some people, but like the lack of actual real, real substance, you know, because I look at the majority report also. And Actually, let me take a step back. Do you know what's even crazier is that. Like for all the shit that happened <laughs> with T O I T and things that I sent over there, it's crazy how there's a bunch of people on your staff who are just like crazy, unaware that any of this stuff also happened. <laughs> it's really, 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 really crazy. But let me step away from that. Do you know what made me realize that Sam Cedar was a perception leader? It wasn't even all the... <sighs> All the things that I threw out, out there about him. It was after I called him out on also being able to a- give a give an answer on equality. And when I called him out, like, ah, oh, it's kind of funny how, like, anytime you have someone on your show talking about equality or actual, like, being injustices towards black people, it's never coming from Sam Cedar. It's always coming from a guest, you know? But after I questioned him on that, and I threw it out there on Twitter, like... How 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 afraid is Sam Cedar that I'm gonna show up on his live chat and question him on equality? Yo, I went on and I checked uh, I checked the, the majority reports live stream with a different account. Of course, I'm not gonna use my own uh, or my regular one because I'm sure they were just waiting for me to show up, <laughs> freaking mods. <laughs> and uh, and sure enough, I tested it out and I'm like. <gasps> They're 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 filtering the word equality like yo isn't that wild why would you filter the word equality if you didn't if you weren't afraid of the question why would you do that and so I was just like hashtag journalism or something like that and and the mods immediately deleting rude comments And they delete my comments simply because I'm like hashtag journalism. Like, what kind of do you want to talk snowflakes? (laughs) What kind of soft ass shit is that? Soft as baby shit. You can't handle someone asking about equality in America. Bro, bro, bro. What's going on, Sam? What's going on? you know i bet you jenk would actually be able to answer about equality because if i'm being honest i think jenk believes in equality more than sam cedar what jenk doesn't believe in is making sure his people and organization actually follows <laughs> the standards and ideals that they keep talking that he believes in or he might believe in, or he semi believes in. I don't. I don't know what Jenk actually. If I'm being honest, I like Jenk is a person where I actually have some trouble really, really honing in on what he believes in because I feel like what he believes in depends on the circumstance and the person he's dealing with, you know, and how like visible the shit is. That's that's what I think of Jenk. Maybe I'm wrong. That's just an opinion. I'm not saying it's fact. But let me move on to somebody else. <laughs> Another easy dunk person um who who who's on the roster of the leftist uh uh Harlem Globetrotters. Yo, David Serrata. <laughs> This dude, who I know is probably so salty at me right now, talk about a guy who just goes for easy dunks all day and all he does is make left versus right, blah, 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 qui- quippy comments about about the right people or 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 conservatives like David Sarada or Sirota. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. I, I do apologize if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, but I'm going to ask you straight up right now, right? Do you recognize the high level of identity politics that AOC plays on an everyday basis? Originally, I was going to start this podcast and go over like a timeline of all this shit. But then I was like, I don't know if that's going to be interesting enough, but I can give you a few highlights. For example, you know, on December 18th, I questioned, uh, uh, AOC originally about equality and if she views us as the same and rather than answer me, she takes the opportunity the next day to retweet a black man. <laughs> You know, and I was going through her her timeline. And I was like, "When's the last time she retweeted a black dude so blatantly?" Really funny how, like, the day after I questioned her on equality, and I'm like, I throw it out there, like, yeah, I don't think she rocks with black people like that." I retweet a black dude, <laughs> or she retweets a black dude. <laughs> funny enough, that's also the same day that I found out that uh, equality was blocked in the morning report live chat. You know, but I call her out. About like her issues, her possible issues with white people, specifically white men. And all of a sudden she retweets some, she retweets a dude, uh, a, a, um, a politician who happens to be white. Like, it's so crazy how she does these things to try and like, oh, I questioned something about her. But rather than answer the question, she tries to make everything look fair and balanced to her to her audience that is just duped by bullshit propaganda You know, I have a whole list of stuff, uh, you know, I would throw it out there, but man, people would probably just get bored by it. What I might do is actually put these all in a list in a document and throw it up on Dropbox so anybody can look at it at any time. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it now. But what I what I will do in this moment right here is address another perception leader and yo people are gonna be mad at me for this one i apologize to anybody who rocks with this dude (laughs) i really do but i'm waiting to see if he is willing to say something on this and that is dr umar johnson (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be real I, I kind of feel like Dr. Umar Is a bit of a Is is a bit of a dog uh, What do they call him? Dog and pony show type of dude Like he is, he is so much talk <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna really put it out there to him And see like how much he really 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 is about it When it comes to issues with black people Dog I'm out here I'm out here right now People cannot answer me on equality Hey how about this AOC, and this is going to be one for later, because watch what I do during this episode and watch what I do outside of this, (laughs) you know, but I ask a state representative. AOC, I've worked in your state, not just like once or twice, multiple jobs in New York City. I've had I ask her like, yo, if, if you can't tell me you believe in equality, can you at least tell me like you and I, you recognize that you and I have the same rights in this country? Like, do you recognize my rights? Because if you recognize my rights, you have to hold these people accountable. You know, this is why I'm like, yo, I, I, I hope somebody tries to take me to court or something. Please do, because I, I will pick all of this shit apart so much. I'm going to pick it apart. Nobody's going to want to take the stand against me, you know, because I'm going to ask the questions that are really, really hard to answer. Right. So I ask you, Miss State Representative, hey, these people are violating my rights, (laughs) the equal rights, the equal employment rights that I should have. I I I can document all this shit. Do you recognize my rights are the same as yours? And hey, she doesn't have time to answer that, but do you know what she does have time to answer? Somebody who tweets an article about someone who blames who blames AOC for like uh becoming like a uh, 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 what, what was it like? A neo-Nazi supporter or something like that? She's like, home girl. Why can't people just? Why can't people just admit that they got to supporting Nazis on their own? Home girl, you did that on your own. Like, what, what, what is this woman doing? So you don't have time to answer any of my questions, like real questions, not just questions that affect me, but questions that like should validate or invalidate your feelings on equality. Black people, black men, equal employment rights. And hey, I'll throw in other people in there too, like white men or maybe even men in general. Because I did bring up the 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 topic of misandry as well. And that is a topic that we really need to talk to or not talk to, talk about eventually. I don't know if I'm the best voice for it, but I'm going to bring it up because let's not forget That me getting fired from Latch happened because a female employee, even though she was forced to do it, lied about me. Why is that so acceptable? Why is that okay to just make up a lie about a guy? And it's oh yeah, that's that's reason enough. Nobody's fighting for me like that. I guarantee if I if gender swap me. I'm Andrea 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 C Griffiths right gender swap me I guarantee this would not be happening like this if I was a woman I guarantee this would not be happening to me if I was a member of the LGBTQ community QA plus what too many letters can we come up with like a more comprehensive name that isn't you know can we like anagram that name does it does it become like a word (laughs) you know. Whatever. I'm not trying to make fun. It's just I always forget the I always forget to mention the last ones. But all that being said. Right. Why is that OK? Why is that OK? And now that I've run into AOC where where she has these issues and I'm bringing this up, I, I'm i talking to Dr. Umar now. Hey, what's up? What's up, black man <laughs> who talks all this game, who gets Who gets some of the best platforms? Who gets some of the best platforms? Me, I'm out here. I get no platforms. I have to build my own. I literally have to build my own. And even in me building that platform, nobody, (laughs) nobody who listens to me is actually supporting me. Dr. Umar, what are you actually doing? If I bring this topic to your door, what are you doing? What do you have to say about it? Why is it that you're so quiet? See, there are other people who I could call out to, but I but I have more respect for them. (laughs) We're going to get into a few more people that I'm going to call out. But just just to go on that thread, do you know who I have more respect for? Immortal fucking technique. Yeah, he didn't respond to me either, but that's cool. Immortal technique. I know what he's about. I know what immortal technique is about. And I respect that guy. You know what I'm saying? I know he's probably not happy with me and what I had and like me blowing up AOC spot to him, you know, because I know her bullshit ways and I'm sure she probably has some type of connection to him. Hey, Latinos, right? <laughs> I know she loves doing that, playing the playing those identity politics up like a motherfucker. But I also know a moral technique believes in equality. I know this. Yeah, I know I might listen to a whole lot of Duke deuce. <laughs> But I've also I, my taste is very broad, you know? I fucks with immortal technique. And I respect that man for his opinions, for his stances, and for the things that he's actually fought for. Right? So I will say him, I would never go at him the way I'm going at fucking fraud-ass Dr. Umar. <laughs> <laughs> say something to me, man. Say something to me. Say I'm wrong. I will fully apologize. I will, I will go back and say, you know what, guys, I was wrong. If Dr. Umar actually had a goddamn thing to say, but I don't, I don't believe him. I don't believe the heart that beats inside that chest. I just don't, you know, you know who else I have, I have hope for, or who I still believe Kyle Kalinske. It was a long time before I started mentioning, well, sorry for that in the background, whatever. <laughs> it was a long time before I started mentioning, uh, secular talk, but even with me mentioning them, yo, I fucks with Kyle Klinsky. I don't always agree with him. And sometimes if I, if I'm being honest, I stopped following secular talk maybe about a year ago. And it was, um, <laughs> do you know what sparked it was after he, uh, after i saw him on joe rogan's podcast and i was like oh man this dude is not like calling joe out on anything <laughs> you know and, and then it made me realize like ooh Kyle will let personal relationships get in the way of like saying how he feels about certain things because i know if it wasn't joe my man would be would be shredding him regarding certain certain things but i feel that sometimes even a person As good as Kyle Kalinske, he can be a victim of the spiral of silence theory. I've tweeted about that also. Look that one up. But speaking of Joe Rogan, I bet you, I bet you. Now, I have no guarantees that Joe Rogan actually looked into me that much, but like, as someone who's followed Joe Rogan since his days on goddamn news radio, It's like yo, I've I've been I've I, will, I you know Joe Rogan is a tough guy to like because sometimes it's just like yo Joe, what's going on, man? Like I know you're like what's going on, but here's the thing that I will give Joe Rogan right, even through a bunch of stuff that I don't agree with him on. Even through a bunch of stuff where it's like he thought something was legit and it turned out to be bullshit. I will say this. He goes down the rabbit hole and he will at least look into things and he will try sometimes to like see the other side of it. You know, Um, even if sometimes that other side is bullshit. So I bet you I bet you. If Joe Rogan looked into me a bit, because because I also tweeted him uh, once also, and if the word has gotten out about me, because I think I included Kyle on that tweet, if the word's gotten out about me, I guarantee you Joe Rogan has a more fair opinion of me than Jenk, than Sam Cedar, and AOC. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. I might not agree with a bunch of other shit he says, but I guarantee he'll, he'll have a more fair opinion of me because he's willing to actually look at this shit and look at the history and not just go left is best. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, hashtag justice Democrats, yo. <laughs> you know? Um, and a last, last one that I'll throw out there that I still have respect for. I will still throw it out there. Um, there are people. At the Intercept. Um, (laughs) I'll say there's there's even still a few out there at at, uh, ProPublica. I really respect you guys, you know, and I know the situation's tough. But I'm just letting people know who I'm respecting out here. I'm not naming everybody because there, there's a bunch of people I can name from YouTubers to podcasters to, uh, uh, not many more. <laughs> no, no. Do you know who I respect? Like motherfucker MMA journalists, MMA journalists straight up. Um, there's a bunch of them, not all of them, but there's a bunch of them that I respect and they know who they are. You know, um, uh, should I give him a shout out? Ah, I'm going to give him a shout out. Fuck it. One of my, the, possibly my favorite fighter right now, Dustin Poirier. I will also give him a shout out. That's a motherfucker who stands on his shit. <laughs> you know? And if you look at Dustin Poirier and uh interviews that he's been in uh somewhat recently, you'll know why I say that. Um, so I fucks with him. But with that said, there are a couple of other people that I want to just mention. One of which is uh he was another person who I mentioned early on. And I and you know, not for nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna say his name. No need to get that deep into it. But Phil DeFranco, aka Philly D, <laughs> just like Dog, like you know, I'm just gonna ask, what made you get into journalism? What made you do it? Cause I remember when you were on revision three, dog. What made you get into journalism? I'm I'm really curious because you talk about the news, but do you really talk about the news? <laughs> or do you just like kind of talk about what's acceptable and the things that you support? I don't know. Whatever. Phil DeFranco, like I really got no respect there. I'm sorry. I know this sounds really, 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 really mean. Um you know, there was a point in time where I was like, nah, I was kind of defending Phil DeFranco to people that I knew. I was like, nah, he's all right. But I don't know. Just whatever. I, You know, I've said enough words. <laughs> if you're still rocking with Ethan Klein, <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, man. But the last person I really want to talk to um, is the head of the department. Actually, well, you're not the last person There's, <laughs> I got something else I got to say after this. But the Department of Consumer and Worker Protection, the head. Uh, I've been back and forth on whether or not um, I'm going to really say your name like that since I haven't called you out like that yet. Um, I'm just going to say your first name, Vilda. Uh, I'm talking to you directly and I'm going to talk to you very respectfully. Um, I feel that uh, there have been issues with the DCWP. I don't know how much of it has gone up to you. I'm assuming it it has to have gone up to you because I've gone past the DCWP also. So I'm going to ask you two things. Do you believe in the same identity politics that AOC believes in? Because I'm assuming you're Latina, right? So like you guys already share that common bond. And she's very, 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 very pro-Latino, Latina, Latin, uh, whichever term uh, um, you're comfortable with. She's very, she's, she's very pro that. And I'm saying like, I'm not seeing a whole lot of (laughs) pro-blackness. I see her rah, rah, rah for LGBTQ and, and women. But I also believe that's, that's part of, because like, that's her identity politics. She's, she's grouping people together. Like, who am I getting these votes from? (laughs) You know, that's why I think she's rah 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 on a whole lot of issues on certain issues, you know, because it makes sure she she secures certain bases, right? Let me talk about low-wage income stuff and hope that, like, covers black people <laughs> instead of talking about them directly, you know what I'm saying? Like, that just goes to show the view that someone has, where it's like, yo, talking about low-wage shit co- is, is enough to cover black people. Like, that's fucked up, you know? Let, let's not get it confused. I used to make six figures before before all this bullshit in my life, <laughs> you know? Um uh, yeah, well, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to say that as a bragging point. I say that as I'm no stranger to both sides of the coin being broke and being well off, you know? Um, but anyway, anyway, Vilda, I, re- the second thing that I want to ask you is this, if you have heard about everything that is going on with me, with latch, the problems that I have had. With the DCWP, the questions that I've asked, the ticket that I still have open. I'm not going to give the ticket number out here, but I still have nobody. Hey, what happened to the guarantee that I would hear something in 14 days? It's been well, well, well over that. So I'm asking you with all of the concerns that I have, especially I threw it out there that, hey, why is it that once I criticized the New York Department of Consumer and Worker Protection on LinkedIn All of a sudden, my LinkedIn number started looking real low after that. All of a sudden, my uh, my LinkedIn page isn't appearing in Google search results anymore. Now, who knows if that's you or anyone else? I'm not saying you specifically. I'm saying the DCWP. I'm just saying it's really interesting how those things happen very quickly after I put you on blast or your organization. (laughs) or your, you know, department on blast. So I'm just wondering, how aware are you? And is it just a very convenient thing that I haven't addressed you? Interesting, right? It's interesting all the people who are in these leadership positions at all of these places and how they are all very, very, very silent. It's easy to point at AOC. Extremely easy to point at AOC. (laughs) Because she's a Twitter fingers. You know, but now I'm looking at you. Right. And I actually have a third question for you. Do you find it problematic that a state representative can't tell a U.S. citizen if she recognizes their rights or she recognizes them as equal in America? Do you find that problematic? Now, here's what I'm going to do next. Yeah. It's very it's very rare that I will say what I'm going to do. Before I do it or saying the podcast, what I'm going to do, but this is what I'm going to do, right? Because RGA is still moving out here like Teflon Don. And I hate that shit. I really, really do. And I really can't stand the person that they hired. Not that I can't stand them, but like the job that they have them doing on Twitter, trying to flood it up with quippy, quippy tweets about bullshit. Like, uh, Blah blah blah. I'm asking this question just to test the Twitter algorithm. And uh, don't you guys hate when this like what the fuck are you people doing? Who ordered this? Who who thought this was a good idea? Like the shit is so lame, especially when there's somebody out me like me out here actively criticizing you. That is like the lamest shit you could possibly do. I would have respected you more. If you just like didn't tweet anything at all. But I I know what it is. It's more perception bullshit. <laughs> That's why now I go, OK, if if RGA is the incubator company of Latch and I've already gone all the way in on Latch, even up to the tippity top. Let me start looking at RGA, too, and why they feel so cool being being Teflon Don out here. Now, RGA is much more international than Latch. And so that got me thinking, well, I've only been working with a certain segment of media. Why don't I branch it out a little bit? Where where does RGA have locations? And I saw a bunch of their locations, you know, and they've got a bunch in in like in Asian countries. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, journalism in China. I'm not touching that one. But you know what I will touch? I will. I will touch a poder. 360 in Brazil, Pahina 12 in Argentina, uh, the date DJV.de in Germany. And hey, you know, for them, I'm also going to bring up Emeka once again. You know, the shining star that is Emeka, who won't answer my questions on nfts and the possible money that she owes me why is that acceptable also but that's that's something else that isn't as big as this but because i'm throwing this out there to to a to german journalists let me also throw emika's name out there too so i can shine a little light on why she won't speak to me about the questions that i have and the listed questions that i have very directly That for some reason she told me she could get those questions answered very easily. And she hasn't. I wonder why she doesn't want to talk to me about NFTs and money. Why is that? Why is that? So go back and listen to, I believe it was episode one of this podcast. The Emeka situation. Please go and listen to that one. The Canary UK. The age in Melbourne in Melbourne. And because I just have happened to have a little history in the country, I'm going to let a bunch of people in. I'm I'm just going to tag a bunch of people in Swedish media. Also, let's see how all of these outlets feel or what people have to start saying when a state representative in New York. A major part of the American government will not recognize that a black man has equal rights. How crazy is that in 2023 that we have the queen of Twitter fingers and the queen of identity politics? AOC, Alexandria, Ocasio-Cortez will not recognize my equal rights To be employed. To not have those employment rights violated. She won't speak on equality. Nor her belief in it. Or lack of belief. She won't speak to any of it. Instead she will play these games. She won't talk about her ethics investigation. She won't talk about her connections. To Meta. Specifically. Well well, no. Specifically Meta. But if you want to get into it. Instagram and Facebook and how Instagram was part of her ethics investigation, low key. She doesn't want to talk about how I started criticizing her. On a bunch of things, all of a sudden there were a bunch of puff pieces about her flooding Google News and DuckDuckGo all stemming from MSN. She doesn't want to talk about any of that. Did, hey, people, do you know that the U.S. is ranked like number 32 as like the best for like free and open media and journalism? 32. What is this? America's the best country in the world when like, yo, we're still suppressing journalists out here. What's up? What's up? But, you know, we're living in a much more international world right now. It is much more global than it used to be. You know, and I feel like if America is trying to constantly be like, we're the example, this, that and the other. Oh, I'm going to show how AOC is the example of bullshit perception leaders who don't actually believe in equality. I'm going to show how there are companies out there like RGA who will talk all day about diversity and oh, systemic racism is an issue. And yet this is going on over here in America. I wonder how people in the UK would feel about this. Are there any black people who work for for RGA in the UK? Wouldn't you know, like to know how the company you work for, how they how they handle issues like me? For all the other companies that they've invested in, do you want to see how leadership gets down over there? OK, well, hey, there's me. Let's see. If RGA or Latch or AOC or Vilda or anybody who falls underneath in these, let's see if my podcast tries to get taken down. Let's see if they ever address anything. Let's just see about all of this stuff. Because I'm telling you, I've had enough. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sick of talking about this shit. Even though I will not stop talking about it until I get recognized, I I I like I'm sick of this shit. Do you know what I feel like doing right now? I feel like kicking back, putting on some goddamn Duke Deuce and being like fuck all this bullshit. Yes, by the way, shout out to Duke Deuce. I'm still rocking with you, homie. Still rocking with you. <laughs> Um, uh, what's been my song lately? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to say this. You know me. Like Duke Deuce has been the soundtrack to my life, uh, for like the last like year, year and change. So, so fuck y'all. I'm going to mention Duke Deuce when I can, uh, is, uh, Crunk Ain't Dead, Crunk Ain't Dead Mob, yo. Uh, and for what it's worth, I'm going to say it. Shout out to Lil Yachty. Yo, Lil Yachty, you had a, you had a killer ass verse on that. <laughs> um, But anyway, anyway, I don't want to be dealing with this shit. I'm very tired of it. I'm super tired of it. And so I'm going to throw it out there and I'm going to see how. And and do you know what's crazy about this for anybody listening to this after I put it up? Well, that's the only time that you can listen to it after I put it up. I like warned AOC and RGA like, yo, I'm (laughs) you better prepare for what's coming tomorrow. I, I, I let them know what the topic was going to be. (laughs) <laughs> this is how, this is how perception leaders work. Yo, there's a lot that I could say. <laughs> there's a lot that I could say, but you know, there's a lot that I've already said for anybody who's being, uh, who this is being directed to for anybody who hears this, who does not know my entire story or why I even got to this point with AOC and all these various sectors of the government that fall underneath her and companies like RGA and by proxy latch, well latch first, but then by proxy RGA, go back and listen to, to some of my podcast episodes, specifically the ethics and principles of latch do not partner with this type of business and addressing the room part two specifically, and maybe the statement as well. You know, those episodes will give you a good little taste Uh, well, you know, the curious case of Twitter fingers is also a pretty good one. (laughs) Um, but anyway, anyway, people, um, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done talking about it. At least for today, we'll see what comes of it. We'll see how many people want to kill me (laughs) after they hear this. I'm sure it'll be more than a few, but I'm going to tell all of those people tread lightly. I'm I'm not starting this for war. I really, really just want my justice and restitution. I always come with peace first. But if you're going to try some stupid shit, I'm going to say tread lightly. God, there's a freaking alarm going off <laughs> outside. You know, th- this is the, this is the sign to wrap it up because <laughs> knowing because that alarm might end up going off for a while. People, Um, hey. If if there's somebody out there that loves and cares about AOC or leaders at at RGA or Latch or the DCWP or any of these places, tell them, yo, you need to stop this beef with this dude. Stop trying to like ignore it. Stop trying to do petty things behind the scenes. Stop trying to like act like, yo, dog, I am not a a threat or a criminal. Like stop trying to act like you got to watch me. I came for one thing, and that is my justice and restitution. I don't want to talk about any of these other issues, but I'm going to talk about it as long as I'm affected. Understood? Okay. Well, with that being said, people, uh, thanks for listening. Keep supporting Soul Glow. I got another song I'm going to try to work on between now and the next podcast episode. Uh and uh, I know <laughs> I know you know the numbers are small now, and not everybody's really um uh, bumping my music like that. i you know, I, hey, like I said, I don't even really care to be the center of attention. Whoever the music hits is who the music hits. I would like to make music uh money off my music, um but you know. <laughs> it is what it is. But as a final note, if you are going to check out the music, watch the music video, because uh, this is the way that I think about music. I I feel like I try to make music videos that enhance the music, you know, so I think of it as like a singular art piece, you know, the music and the visuals like it's a, it, like I try to treat it like an art piece. And who knows if other people have that mentality or will or will bite that mentality Uh, As time goes, but that's the way that I move with it is like if I were if I were to my music videos are not I I try to make it like an art piece, if anything. So, you know, keep supporting it, keep showing love, spread it around, share it with some people, let them know, yo, this Dre, this dude, Dre got a little something, hopefully, if you like it. But if you don't fuck off, listen to somebody else (laughs) while I go listen to some Duke Deuce. Peace out, party people. Uh, I'm out. And the problem is not always that you are communicating in an incomprehensible way. The problem is that the person does not want to listen to you. And instead of them saying, I don't want to listen to you, or instead of them saying, I don't have the capacity, I don't have the expertise to understand what you're communicating, they act as though you're the problem.